Hi guys, welcome back to the Mel K Show. We're here again with our uh, our big pharma expert, Michael L, who has walked us through the last 18 months with uh, a little more clarity than uh, than most, but still lots of uh, questions and uh, concerns out there with everyone. So we have Michael here again, and uh, he's going to tell us what he's finding these days because it's a nonstop uh, evolution. <laughs> What's going <laughs> on? Putting it lightly. So... There's been a lot of questions about, uh, I've been kind of uh, bouncing back to see where our, our listeners are with regards right. to the, this COVID with this release of the Pfizer drug. So let's do some clarification a little bit. Great. And then uh, what I'd like to do also is a couple of the listeners also sent us some of the informed consensus, really aren't informed consents, but I want to show you one is from Canada and God, it's scary. Great. So I thought we, we would kind of bounce back there a little bit. And then uh, at the end of it, I promised we were going to do our Antarctica. Yeah. Because uh, by the way, your boy, Michael Jaco. Yeah. I've been saying since the beginning, he knows a lot more than he's been saying. Right. And I keep crossing his path over and over again. That guy's got tons of information that he's not talking about. Yeah. Let's yep. do a remote reading with him one day, but let's do this. Can we? Can yeah, we got to set that up. Share? All right. Okay. Let's go over. Let's go over a couple of things. I do want to say one thing too, Mel. Uh, yeah. So I paused getting back to some of the uh, the listeners, some of the guys uh, and gals that I've been uh, reaching out to to try to establish the team. Right. Um, I stopped doing that for for a little bit here, only because some of the people that I reached out to, right, I'm having some problems with. So I'm getting okay. calls all the time. I'm getting texts like that, and that's kind of not the way I wanted. Okay. That wasn't my intent. So guys, listen, if I'm not getting back to you and you're getting frustrated, um, I've had to kind of narrow down my, my, my population here a little bit only okay. because of that, guys. So, no so that being said, let's go into, so one of the listeners sent me, and I know this is blurry, but this was like a, a screenshot. So I want right. to thank them for that. So um, Sally right. sent me something, Karen sent me something. Um, and then there was a couple of other people too. So if I miss your name, I apologize. So this is kind of interesting. So if you look at this, this is the informed consent that was going through Canada at the right. time. And there's a couple of things I want to point out on this thing. The, these consents are really more, more of remove ourselves of all liability. That's really, <laughs> these aren't informed consent because I'm going to show you what a real informed consent will look like in a minute. So look okay. at this. So um, by the way, it's difficult and if not impossible to hold federal uh, provisional and or uh, local healthcare officials from any damage from health resulting from this injection uh, right. or from my death. I love that one. Uh, <laughs> practical matter uh, that and in a practical matter, I and my closest relatives may experience and shoulder the full cost in terms of time and money and oh financial adverse impact of taking this. And it, it gets worse uh, that, okay, so the vaccine injury compensation program does not exist. So then it goes down and talks to the specific ones here. Oh, weird. And the injection has potential to alter my DNA in ways that no one yet understands and that the injection could alter the DNA of my unborn children. Oh my God. My God, first and foremost, people, are you reading these? And then tell me you're not signing these. Look at, listen to this next one. Oh, I understand the knowledge of experts have shared serious concerns in the uh, petition filing from the uh, European Medicine Agency. By the way, the EMA, 
I've not seen a lot of information on this from their end. Okay. The EMA is over on the European side and the MHRA. Right. They're uh, a more seasoned version of our FDA. Oh, the reason I say that is they've been doing it longer. They got their system set up longer. When you get an MHRA inspector or an EMA uh, inspector, all hell's going to break loose. They find stuff. They're good. Okay. So, uh, kudos to them. Uh, so anyway, if you look at this stuff, it literally is saying this stuff could kill you potentially. But by the way, sign the document. Uh, and then... <laughs> I understand and receive material adverse reporting in connection with COVID. Known adverse events include, and this is common, but listen to some of these here. Anaphylaxis, for example, anaphylaxis shock, neurological disorders, autoimmune disorders, other long-term chronic uh, diseases, uh, blindness, deafness, infertility, fetal damage, miscarriage, stillbirth, and death. What's really interesting in this one, though, is they really focus on pregnant women. Uh, and the reason I, I say that is when you get a ju- drug and it's approved, right. drug and safety, uh, you're, you're, they have to track it for the life of the product, specifically in certain areas, children and pregnant women. So any drug like vaccine or anything, right. whatever it is, you have to set up a database and track any, uh, any uh, potential uh, birth disorders for pregnant women. It's, it's, it's in every single one. And um, reference safety information is tracked terribly by, uh, and, and I mean terribly because they're ruthless in tracking it, but they're not doing it here, which is kind of interesting. Right. And also we've heard many, I've heard many people talk about uh, miscarriages after the vaccine. And yeah. yet uh, they're still really promoting it, saying that it's safe for pregnant women. I, I don't know how they can be both, but they, they are promoting it that way. I've seen, I've seen them say, it's totally safe for pregnant women and it's, and for children. And I don't think either is true, but. Well, I mean, that goes back to sense. But again, this goes back to, to one of the two points that I've made since the beginning to Mel is, is how they're tracking the safety data. Okay. Right. So normally what would happen is uh, in a rollout of a drug. And by the way, two things, yes, this is approved. And two, uh, the other thing that I, I wanted to mention is um, it's very common to uh, have a code name uh, during your IND application and during your phase one, two, three studies, and then roll out from marketing an actual name. And the reason on that, one of the many reasons is uh, corporate corporate espionage is one of them, where other companies try to track other pharmaceutical companies' pipelines to know what they're in. The other thing that they do is, is they say, well, wait a minute, if seven pharmaceutical companies are on this particular type of oncology study, why would we get into it if they're farther down the, the, in phase three? There's, there's, there's teams that actually get together and say, hey, if they're in phase three, can we beat them out to market? Right. Right. And so that's part of it. But what's also interesting is Pfizer, in part of their application and the FDA response was they have to provide packaging labeling information. Right. And, and part of that also, they, they talk about the marketing products and what has to be in there, which is reviewed by the FDA, but I've not seen anything in terms of the marketing of this thing, which usually on the day of the uh, the approval, there's an explosion of marketing material that goes out to the world. Uh, and I've not seen any, unless I'm missing something. Right. And there's a whole bunch of reasons why that could be. So then somebody sent me this one. This isn't an, an informed consent, by the way, guys. This is basically... Um, 
a risk evaluation and, and alleviating everybody from uh, uh, liability. If you look at this one, and thank you to my readers for sending this, but uh, I certify I'm 18 years old. I can take this thing. I understand right. that the product. Now, this is kind of interesting. In this one, they're calling this a consent, but it says, I understand this product has not been approved or licensed by the FDA, but it has been authorized for EAU. And then they go into understand uh, possible to predict all potential side effects or complications. So really what this is, is a liability, right? Uh, a, 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 a release of liability, right? But I want to show you something. Um, in the rest of the world, on a normal uh, drug approval, we have what we call ICH guidelines. And right. And the ICH guidelines, there's now a third revision coming out. The whole world get, got together and they put a set of rules. Now, the reason they do that is, and the FDA is part of this, by the way, the reason that they do that is the code of federal regulations is not specific enough. And to be able to change something in the code of regulations takes way too long. So they use the ICH guidelines as the, like the rule of law in addition to the code of federal regulations. But let me show okay. you something interesting. So... When you have an informed consent right. for a drug study, this is only one portion of this. And I want to highlight some things. And, and I, guys, the reason I put this out is I wanted to see you how specific and how detailed an informed consent normally has to be. Right. It talks about the Declaration of Helsinki, about privacy, about acknowledging uh, um, that this is going to be reviewed by ethics committees before it can be released. Um, it has to be written in fifth grade language so anybody can understand it. Right. And then it's reviewed to say, hey, this is a little too complicated. Change this word. For example, they don't say we're going to inject you with five mils. Uh, they say, no, we're going to inject you with a teaspoon because five mils is, is people understand a teaspoon. Right. A teaspoon is five mils. Tablespoon is 10. So, but I, I, I want to keep going because okay. as you can see here, it goes on and on and on in terms of the, the information that's required. But one of the ones here is if you look at this is a checklist that you have to have in your informed consent normally. It's you have to state the trial is uh, and I can read this so be fair with me. The trial uh, involves research, what the purpose is, the trial treatments, for example, what you're going to get, random assignment. If it's blinded, they're not going to tell you which ones. Right. Um, that it's going to be invasive means you're probably going to get injected or you're going to take a pill. It'll, it'll outline what the subject's responsibilities are. What that means, subject is the patient. And it says, hey, this is what you're going to have to do. This is what it was. The acts, outlining the aspects of the trial, stating that it's experimental, it's not approved. Any risk or inconvenience to the subject uh, and specifically to an embryo, fetus, or a nursing infant. You see how it's always comes back to that as well? Right. Reasonable benefits, for example, you could uh, cure cancer or what should be aware of this. Compensation if necessary. Uh, participation is completely up to you. It's stressed a lot. And then one of the other points that's important here too is there cannot be any form of coercion <laughs> in this informed consent process. And then also if it's somebody that's under 18 they must have a legal guardian or a legal representative represent them prior to signing and they have to document it. Oh, wow. So the reason I'm, I'm saying this guys is, and, and I short-term this, this is this, if I would have put all of the regulations just for right. the it would have taken four of these. Slides. Right. Okay. So what I'm, I'm trying to say is normally under this process, it's very aggressive in terms of 
making sure that people understand what these risks are. They track the safety of these risks extensively. Uh, and I think I mentioned last week, I was actually part of a, uh, an inspection from an FDA this, this previous week. It's, it was two weeks. You had 30 people, minimum, right. 30 people working 12 to 14 hour days to be able to answer that. We, and I don't wanna give up too much information, but we provided 1,100 documents that were requested over those two weeks to, as, wow. as part of the trial. I mean, it was substantial amount of documentation that we had to provide where they were asking questions and in a couple of areas they really, really focused on right. as they should, safety, right. label, right. were you monitoring? Were you looking over these, these uh, doctors? Were they doing what they were supposed to do? How often were you doing it? What did the reports look like? So that's normally during that process, guys. So I, I, the reason I wanted to pause here is the important consent that you guys are looking at versus a real one aren't even close. Right. Yeah, so, I know most people that I've talked to didn't even get anything. Like didn't even, no, there was nothing to sign. <laughs> they didn't have to because it was emergency use only. So before we go into our, uh, our next subject, I, uh, I, I also want to talk about Last week, I did say, hey, guys, I'd really like to see what's in this product. Now, the packaging and labeling, they had 14 days to do the packaging and labeling. As part of their IND application, they uh, are typically required to do a generalized component list of what's in there. However, once they get an approved label, they have to provide all of that information. That's going to the, 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 any type of packaging, the right. package insert as part of that. In addition to that, the safety and how the safety is going to be monitored. So the next couple of, the next week and a half, it's gonna be interesting to see what comes out of this. Right. right. I'm gonna pause and be quiet because I talk really fast. And I'm gonna say, is, do you have any questions on this or any thoughts? No, so so I, I knew about that that had to come out within 14 days. So we're still in that window that hasn't, right. people don't know yet. Right. Okay, well that that's because it's all very confusing and, um, and the, the, everything keeps changing. The one thing that's very scary to me is it just really appears that the CDC and FDA, and I'm not saying there's not good people in these in these uh, groups, but I, I am saying that they, uh, whatever is going on at both of these, the CDC more is um, is really getting looks it's, it looks terrible. It's just they keep changing what they're doing to people psychologically is even worse to me than anything else right now. And this woman that's running the CDC is like, it's like, she's like, I just don't understand how anyone with ethics or a conscience could be um, so all over the place as she is. You know, we are seeing the data that people that are vaccinated are getting um, the virus. They're, they're not calling you vaccinated within 14 days of getting the vaccine. Like there's just, they just keep changing everything. And it, I just, I, I can't even... I don't understand what the CDC has has this kind of power and what their motives are because it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with our health at this point. Well, keep in mind though that these these people we trusted with their their expertise and the, their leadership, and we kind of put ourselves in this situation in many different areas, right? right. You know, uh, you know, let's go back to how you and I met, which was part of the election issues, right? Uh, but then I, I, you know, I've really kind of seen a lot of, of things since then as, as you and I have right? And, and, and your listeners. So they were put into a trusted position and 
what we now realize is that that it's been compromised. At first, right. it was, we thought, okay, just certain parts of the government. It's the whole, it's the whole stinking government. Right. And it's our school system. It's our educational system, which I'm going to talk about today on a completely different yeah. subject. But um, so there has to be a purge. Now, yeah. moving forward, by the way, moving forward with regards to new technology coming out, some of the full disclosure that's inevitable in the next six months to a year. Right. Uh, the FDA still serves a purpose. Right. The, the CDC, I'm not sure yet, but you still need an FDA. And the reason I, I, I say that is the FDA serves a purpose to oversee new products before they come out to, to, to the public. Right. Okay. So with this new technology and some of the stuff that I've been talking about over the last, uh, you know, forever with you right. is somebody still needs to look at that to make sure that it's safe right? and it's effective and that you're not taking advantage of people. One of the things I've been saying also is guys be very careful when you see these claims of med beds, these new frequency generators and all those other stuff, because I've been looking into a lot of this stuff and a lot of this stuff they're feeding off of fear and right. this, they're using buzzwords. So before I go out and buy any products at this point, I right. would be very cautious and wait six months, guys, just wait to see what's coming out right. before we do that. So there is a purpose for, for the FDA moving forward. Yeah. Now, with that, there needs to be a perch. Right. You need people that have, you cannot question their ethics. They're not yeah. going to be bought out by pharma. They're not going to have the, you're not going to take people from pharma then putting them on FDA and vice versa. It's very common, by the way. Well, that's what's going on good, right now with Pfizer, FDA, CDC. career path. They're all incestuous. Always, yeah. It's a career path. And let me tell you, right. I, I, I've seen this a hundred times where somebody works in the FDA, they're really good at the job, but then people in the farm laws, they want them people from the FDA because it right. shows those credentials. So I can tell you, I worked at a company back when it was, this was in my junior years and there was an FDA inspector that just ripped this company to shreds. I mean, any secret that was there, this, right. this girl found, well, guess what happened? The company hired her. Right. Because they didn't want her to keep coming back because she's trying to create a name for herself and she ripped this company to shreds. I mean, the money that was lost by this company was was substantial. So it's a career path. Yeah. So that needs to change where you have to have ethics in there and you can't be compromised. You can't allow yeah. pressure and politics to bleed into this industry. Yeah, the whole thing, but especially this industry, CDC, NIH, FDA, all of these need to be purged. People need to be um, outed. But what is going on right now with the CDC, with the, how they're trying to like control evictions? Now they, they're going to study the, the um, weapon. they're going to, yeah, weapon. they're going to study gun violence as a, as a health epidemic through the Centers for Disease Control. It's a total farce. I don't know what's going on there. I do know that they get a lot of money from Big Pharma. Bill Gates' hands are all over it. But that CDC director should be ashamed of herself and uh, everyone over there. It's very it's obviously not about public safety or public health. It's about politics and um, confusing people because they're lying. She's lying. She's she said yesterday okay. that people that aren't vaccinated shouldn't travel on Labor Day. Well, what if you had what if you had what if you're you have immunity? All the, all the studies coming out from Israel and other places are saying that uh, natural immunity, if you had it and recovered, is far better than the vaccine anyway. So why doesn't anyone talk about it? Oh, you yeah. know, this seems very nefarious. Did you hear the one with the Nobel Prize? And forgive me, but I don't remember his name. 
he came out and said that this whole thing, you're you're in worse situation if you had the vaccine versus right. your normal immune system. So, you know, yeah, I these, saw that these, guy. These these facts keep coming out, but but think about something, uh, Mel. The reason they're using the CDC as a weapon is they're failing in the courts and the laws. They're not passing the laws right. that they want. They're not getting things that they want normally that they could hide it and push it through because now people are awake and they're resisting. They've been trying gun control, Obama tried a dozen times, right? So they're like, okay, we, we suck at this through right. pushing it through the laws. They're now seeing all these shootouts aren't doing it. So how can we do this? So they say, hey, the CDC is a weapon. Let's still use those and let right. them put a regulation in. There's yeah. no laws. Guys, there's no laws about that. The CDC can give you guidance or recommendation. Now, if they were honest and they had your best interest in mind, um, then you'd probably listen to them a little bit. But yeah, vaccine or not vaccinated. And I'll tell you what's really, really scary is this push of if you're vaccinated or not. It, it's it's it, it's an eerie resemblance to Nazi Germany with the yellow little, the little stuff. Oh, I know. I know. We are pushing in that direction. So- President and people Trump, seem to think that that's okay, which is even more shocking. They're letting it happen. Yeah. New York City is already there. You need to show your, your QR code to go inside anywhere now that's public. It's happening all, at all, in all the Democrat, obviously, states and cities. But I got to tell you something. Um, it did none of it. Nobody ever talks about <clears throat> the immunity. And uh, I, I don't think that that's okay. I don't, I don't understand why, why not. And on top of that, uh, the push on our children is really, really bizarre. And the other thing I wanted to say, and, and I wonder what you think of this, whenever anyone, most people, when they get the flu shot, they tend to get some symptoms of the flu. Well, that's usually right when you take it. Right now, the CDC is saying that if you got vaccinated it, within the first 14 days, you're still considered unvaccinated. But maybe people that are getting the shot, which isn't a vaccine, are getting symptoms from the shot and they're saying that unvaccinated people are getting COVID or whatever. What, how do you just manipulate everything and say, you didn't take the vaccine until 14 days later. And if you got anything between A and B, you know, then you got COVID. None of it makes sense. I just, it's really at a point where, you know, they're just trying to keep it going. It's, it's a lot of very clever, um, I call it wordsmithing. So yeah. During a normal reaction, let's say you're taking a flu shot. Let's take COVID out of this for a minute. Right. So you're you're uh, injecting somebody with the flu shot, and basically what you're doing is you're taking a particular strain and causing a secondary immune reaction to that flu. So okay, right. you're not supposed to get it. That's in theory. So when they're saying 14 days, it's because your body hasn't established that reaction yet, right? But what? people are missing in this again is you're going to have a natural immune response and it's going to be faster first. Secondly is this vaccine is, is, is you're injecting yourself for your freedom. You're not injecting yourself to save your immune system guys, because you have a 99.6%. And I understand guys that some people will, will flip back and say, but my uncle died or this person died. Right. Go back and look at the flu guys go back years. I went back years and I actually went back as, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where I went back and said, well, maybe vaccines are a plan. Remember right. I, I mentioned yeah. that? And I went back and I looked at that and there was a lot of deaths over the years with regards to people getting the flu. Right. Period. 
period. Your uh, immune system. And the other thing is that people keep, they keep burying this information is, is two other things. Kids are almost completely immune to this, completely right. immune. You don't need to inject them. And then the second, the last piece I keep saying to people is if you can't prove through a diagnostic test that you have COVID, you can't run clinical studies. You don't know who has it. You don't know any of that information. And unless they can prove it, if you keep telling me that I can test a chicken, a kiwi, a grapefruit, and they have COVID, that diagnostic test is for nothing. Right. If right. you ate kiwi, you've got COVID. If you ate grapefruit, you got COVID. God forbid you have grilled chicken. Right? You have grilled chicken, man. You, you're, but my, my point is your listeners are putting this into perspective. Right. It just, it's mind boggling that people don't. And I apologize for lecturing. This is really frustrating. No, no, it's see, okay. I see people getting pushed into this vaccine. And I also see the segregation in our country of vaccinated and, 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 and unvaccinated. And it's completely unnecessary. I've lost friends over this. I know me too. I've lost family members over this. They right. won't talk to me. Right. Um, so we need to get past this. And, and God, when this truth comes out, but then the other thing that's really, really scary about this, Mel, is what's in this thing. And I keep saying that. I've been saying it and why this push. But now we've got some people like Dr. Young came out with some information. Uh, and there's a couple of other people. And you've sent me some really good stuff uh, right. about this, as well as some listeners sent me some stuff. And guys, I, if I have time, I do listen to it. And if I'm in a, like a boring meeting, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> Um, but I, I sometimes listen to things as I'm doing other things and they're finding stuff in this. And one of the things that I was also curious about is this nanotech, but right. what's interesting about some of this nanotech that's in there is it's their, their ceramic or there's other things, but then also this heavy metals are in this and they're also hiding the metals. Like right. they're taking stainless steel particles and there's something underneath it, but they don't say what talk about brilliant in terms of putting that in our, our, our system. But all of that, I think, goes back to the pineal gland and yep. trying to minimize the race of, of consciousness of humanity. Um, there's also mention, I, I do want to say that there's also mention in there uh, in one of the articles about a parasite. And, and I'm cautious on that. And, 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 and the reason I'm cautious is I didn't hear an identification of what the parasite was. But secondly, if you look at the manufacturing process of just Pfizer, um, they they manufacture it and then it's, it goes into a deep freeze for a shipment and, and, and for, for thaw because you've got live stuff in there, right? right. But then, uh, well, not live stuff. I'm, I'm gonna take the parasite out. But then when it's shipped, it's thawed and injected. Right. The question that I would ask when I, I see people saying, oh, there's a parasite, oh, there's a parasite and it's deadly. First, what is the parasite and is it deadly? Secondly, because right. if there's a normal parasite in your body, it'll, your body will kill it. It won't last. Um, the other thing is, is would that parasite truly survive that freeze-thaw cycle? Now we know microbes do. We right. know that we bet certain bacteria that come out in from outer space, we're looking at a whole ship. This thing's alive. <laughs> so, so, I mean, there, there, there is possibility. And again, there may be tech or reverse engineering that we don't know that's in there. So we're using various forms of microscopes and we're looking at this thing. We're looking at it from different, and, and thank you for the scientists that are doing this. Thank you for taking the time and right. your resources um, to really look into this for the American people. God bless every one of you. And for those of us, by the way, that are coming out that are getting uh, persecuted, or you have people like 
with, with me, I'm out doing hiking. I'm out alone. And some guy runs by me, goes, Hey, Mike had no idea who this guy was. Right. So I, I want to, I want to thank everybody that is stepping up on this yeah. guys. It's, it, God bless you. And, and Mel, I'm, I'm sure you, you and, and Rob have the same issues. Yeah. Um, so when you go to these sessions, that's actually lots of love. I, 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 I might go to one. You said, you I said, yeah. one just for fun. I'll take a vacation. I'll go. So <laughs> it's, you know, guys, this is a frustrating time. Um, you know, I normally, as you guys know, I normally don't dig down into this stuff just because there's so much negative energy and there's already so much out there. Right. But I, I, I do want to say that there's a lot of people and a lot of really good people that are looking into this and have the American people and the world's best interest in mind. And right. Focus on that, guys. Focus on, I always try to give us possibilities, right? Yeah. And I always try to come back with some of the research and how we can fight this. And I think moving forward, I think we're in a good place. Okay, good. I, re I, I really do. So I'm going to pause before we get into our next su subject. We got an exciting yeah. one today. Any, anything else you want to mention on that? No, no. I mean, I feel, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out from uh, that they have to release and we'll go from there. But for right now, like you said, there's a lot of people doing a lot of work. Um, I'm just very concerned about uh, what I see going on with the uh, CDC, FDA and these different groups, these government agencies, they, they, they completely, uh, it's up to people like you and, and people out there that are, are putting themselves on the line to actually get the truth to us. We really can't trust them anymore. And uh, so I am grateful to you and, and others that are doing this. But other than that, no, uh, we can move to the next topic. All right, but I, I do want to make a, a comment. Guys, don't get all worked up on this 14 days too, Mel, because the reason is if you've got a corrupt system that can be manipulated, don't think that this is going to be one of those final bullets, you know, the silver bullet to kill these guys because, and I, and I say that figuratively, okay? <laughs> so, but my, my, my point is everybody says, oh, this, is, this, will be it. this will be the smoking gun. Not necessarily, guys, because one of the things I've been saying all along is if you've got a corrupt system, don't expect the system now to all of a sudden start working. Right. We've seen that through the election process, and I've seen this since day one with this system. That's why when, when they came out with it and it was approved, I wasn't surprised in the least. I wasn't surprised in the least because if you, you've got a system that's going to give you what you want, right? don't be surprised when, when you get hit upside the head. So we'll keep watching it. The scientists will keep working. Yeah. All right. You know, there's so, still there's still many people out there. I, you know, I'm a fan of Ben Fulford and some other people that yes. say that they still haven't, they can't prove, they can't, they've never isolated it, the COVID. So, you know, this is more now, uh, we've jumped all the way, I think, to the point of, you know, it is about the vaccine. It was always about the vaccine. And the push for the vaccine is the scarier part that's making everyone, it's the absolute push and the mandatory and all of that that is making people very, um, be, making people's, uh, you know, um, senses go up and think what is going on. Also, uh, just one more thing I wanted to mention, it's in Japan, they took uh, 1.6 million doses off the market because of, um, they were contaminated with, I think, heavy metals. So, you know, if that's not contaminated, it's already in there. Right. So, <laughs> so if they're like just 1.6 million doses, you know, like, I don't, you know, so it's just very confusing. I don't know. You know what that says, though? That says that there's a variability in the manufacturing process. 
So let's say, for example, they took 1.6 million doses off. Um, if there were other doses, and let's say, because that's part of the packaging and labeling, and also you have to do a certificate of analysis of the components, right? Right. Uh, prior to going into countries. So every country has their own regulatory agency. But if they took 1.6 million off, but they didn't take others off, that means that there's a inconsistency in the manufacturing process, which means they're labeling and the manufacturing process that was submitted to the FDA is faulty. Right. That's what that means. Wow. Great point. Yeah, we know at one point they they destroyed 60 million doses, they said, of Johnson & Johnson. Remember in the very beginning when they halted it right away? So, I mean, that stuff's going on. It's it's just, you know, um, yeah. But from here on, you know, it's really more about people have to stop living in fear and uh, get the facts and not be coerced. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Okay, moving on. All right, you ready? Ready. I wanna go into Antarctica. And the reason I wanna go into Antarctica, this has been something that I've been pursuing for a great deal of time, but I've got right. some new information that validates some of the things that we either both know and that I suspected. But more importantly, from that, we're gonna eventually get into this new technology that's gonna be released. So right. I thought we'd be going into it a little bit today. So I have a couple rules and I wanna go back to 1947 first, but <laughs> I put this in here guys, because if you look at the media over the last 50 years, aliens are bad, right? The word alien, when you do it, you think of this, right? Yeah. Which, by the way, great movie. Loved it. Um, And then Predator was another good one, right? But the reason I do this, guys, is this is nothing like reality of what's really out there. All right? And so keep this this in mind. This is funny, but this is reality. This is what most people, when you hear aliens, like, oh, my God. And then everybody says, oh, my God. Okay, you're one of those guys. But bear bear with me. All right, so a couple rules before we move into this, all right? Just because you can't see something does not mean it's not there. You and I have talked about this before. Keep an open mind because radiation, you can't see, you can't smell, your normal senses can't get it, but it'll kill you. Right. Right, so, and we also know that there's these 12 dimensions and within those dimensions, we aren't quite sure exactly what's in them, but we know they exist. We know that we send photons in through these, that they go into these other dimensions and they explode. And also think about when I really started digging into consciousness and human consciousness and what it means. Remember, we talked about like the kids that could read that are blindfolded. Now they're doing it to people that are blind that can read now using their pineal gland. So this is exciting. Right. However, let's go back a little bit. Couple rules as we move forward. Some truths are easy, um, but some are hard to grasp uh, because this is gonna go into some of these areas that people don't like. Each person is at their own awareness journey. I'm not here to change her. I'm only here to provide information like I've always done. Um, 90% of what we see is fake. You have to vet it. And the reason 90% of this is fake up until this last probably 18 months, I'll say, is the government and in, in the United States more than the rest of the world, by the way, right. is adamant about hiding this stuff. This stuff exists and, and all these people aren't crazy. But- the other thing that you're going to hear when you hear some of these people, I'm going to uh, point out a couple of people uh, real quickly. Jason Rice, Michael Jaco, Emery Smith, and David Wilcock. Those are some people that have stepped forward. 
Uh, I want to comment about Emory Smith really quick. We've talked about him a little bit before, but this guy's made the ultimate sacrifices putting this information out. They've, they've killed members of his family. They executed his dog. And this guy continues to move forward, pushing this from a scientific perspective. Now you got guys like, uh, now this Jason Rice, I'm not quite sure. I've not vetted him. I can't find background information on this guy. But the other thing is I listened to some of his interviews and he speaks like he's not from America. And, and the reason I say that is he uses incorrect words in some of his interviews. He'll use like a, a, the camisole or a blouse instead of the word shirt when he's referencing uniforms or different, different things that kind of say that, for example, um, my, my, my uh, Vietnamese and, and Hispanic friends that came here, sometimes they'll use the wrong word. Right. That kind of sounds like what he does. So I've not vetted him, but David Wilcock, spot on. And then Michael Jaco, I keep crossing his path. I knew he knew more than what he, he would think. But I want to point those guys out. But what the information that you hear when they're giving their information, it's based on their perspective of, of the world and how they're interpreting it. So you always have to take that into consideration. The other thing is, is I want to point something out here that the information we're going to go into, uh, specifically Antarctica first, is the Antarctica, uh, I'm going to call them the AG, we're going to go into this, versus the cabal. It's not the countries. The countries are pawns through this process. There's a higher level right. of this Illuminati, but they're being influenced too. So we get to get into that a little bit, okay? okay. Now, we're going to create a vacuum when we talk about this, because when we're going to get into this next subject, guys, it's going to challenge your religious, political beliefs. It's going to change structures of how things are going to go. When this stuff goes into full disclosure, and by the way, it's coming no matter how much the government has tried to hide this, it's coming. Six months to the next 18 months, it's going to be full disclosure wow. of what really is going on. That includes 9-11. That includes what really happened down in Antarctica. Uh, that includes what really happened during World War II. Right. Guys, this is a piece of that. Okay, so I want to go into this a little bit. Nice. Sure. Here we go. A couple things to get us ready. So the government and the media is now getting ready for this and kind of letting us know that this is coming. That was so and, weird. I remember that. Yes. Now, what's interesting about this is I think he pushed this, but also I think that they don't have this, my opinion here. I'm going to in, in, interject my opinion. <laughs> I think it's the reason that they're doing this is they can't stop it. I think whatever is coming in terms of this upcoming disclosure is not up to them and they don't have control. That's, that's my opinion, but let me show you why I, I, I say that. Tucker Carlson's coming out, coming out, talking about chasing the truth on the UFO files. He's got a huge documentary. So there's been documentaries over the last, uh, you know, 20, 30 years since the 50s, right? But right. the first time it's hitting the normal mainstream media, not these guys in these little conference, smelly conference rooms with 50 people in them. Right. All right. Yeah. And those guys, by the way, were the poor therapists. So look at this. U.S. Navy announces new rules for pilots to report UFOs. The pilots have been coming out, but they're under a, a, uh, a non-disclosure agreement that they've never been allowed to. But the other thing is, in the past, if they talked about it, they were grounded. Yeah, I know. And grounded means that they're not putting a timeout, guys. Grounded means they couldn't fly. So they wouldn't talk about it. Now you're starting to see some of these people come, come out, right? Right. Let's keep going. Now there's, uh, and I know this is kind of, but in Science Digest, they just put one out and say, just don't call them UFOs. Now they're talking and they're disclosing what's been happening over the last 50 years. So now this is coming out to the mainstream media and the publication 
And again, I don't think it has anything to do with their control. I think they're trying to do damage control. Wow, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I want to take a side note on that too, uh, real quick. Yeah. On a different subject. What's really interesting, Harvard just put out a huge um, announcement saying, hey, we just realized that if we do frequency at a heart, the heart actually can generate, uh, um, um, regenerate some of the, the damaged heart tissue. And they put up graphics of the pictures of a, based on frequency. It looks identical to the ones that we did with the water and the sand. Remember months I, yeah. ago that that was done 40 years ago? Now they're coming out. And I think the reason they're coming out is the same reason. The truth's coming out and they don't want to be caught with their pants down. Right, right. Shame right. on them. It might also go go along the lines, too, with the hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, the things that that both of those drugs can cure that they haven't been used for thus far. That, that's coming no matter what, Mel. Right. And, and let me tell you, heads are going to roll. And thank God. I so know. look at here again, removing the stigma, maybe changing the <laughs> guidelines on reporting the UFO. Everybody's doing it now. Right. Because when the truth comes out and what's really happening out into the world, not your listeners, because your listeners are really super smart. I know, so, thank God. Guys, as we can move forward okay. to the next few slides, we're going to do this, the five stages of acceptance. <laughs> super brief, but guys, we're going to go over this. Denial, then you're going to get mad at Mel, not me. You're going to bargain. <laughs> you can bargain with me. Uh, you're going to get a little depressed. I, I went through this, by the way. I went through this when I learned that everything I've been doing for the, my entire career was a waste. <laughs> I cried. No, I cried for a little while, guys, in depression, and then you accept it and you move forward. That's where we are. Right. Okay? Yeah. So, now, you hear many times me talk about this, and this is the reason this information didn't get out. First and foremost, is when they they threatened us. But secondly, I use this because this is great. The Secret right. Space Program has been in existence, guys, for decades, and we're going to talk about it today. And it starts in Antarctica, but everybody was siloed. Michael Jaco talks about his experiences in the secret space program and talking about entities that now he's doing regression and God bless him for doing it because um, he's, he's going and, and he, his journey must be hard. So I'm really glad that he's stepping forward and helping others. So Michael, um, I know you and I text back and forth, not text, but on, on messenger, God bless you. <laughs> All right. God bless you, brother. But here's the problem with all of this information and this drip, drip theory, guys, is farm, pharma company, these big tech industries have been reverse engineering this, what is out there in the, in the real world and the real universe for 50 years. And the problem with it is by the time we get it, this is a great analogy, pharma gets it, big tech gets it, universities get it, and then they put it out and we see a little piece of it, but they got the real stuff. The stealth bomber, before it came out, guys, was in existence for 20 years. They had that technology way before we ever knew it existed. So let's go into Antarctica, because this is where it starts. So Antarctica, as you know, is a big frozen tundra. But if you look at World War II, right, right before World War II, there's documents in showing that the Germans, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, started doing an expedition down in Antarctica. And um, what happened was, is and, and the papers that we, that have now recently been disclosed was they knew about this prior to the war, Nazi Germany and Hitler and his staff had been building a base way before the war down in Antarctica. They've been going back and forth. But what's also interesting is that the Germans were actually ahead of the rest of the world in technology. 
They had things that we didn't quite have yet. And there's one area, and I'm going to show you in a minute, there's one area where they were looking at anti-gravity before and during the war, and they were close. Now, what's interesting is, is where they got that tech. It came from Antarctica. So moving forward, I'm really excited about this. <laughs> cool. All right. So, guys, a couple of really interesting points that I, I, I want to point out as we go through this, this information is some key events that happened in 1947. In 1947, we talked about an, an Operation High Jump. Um, and did we talked about that. You want me to touch base on that for, for everybody again? Yeah, right? you might as well just do a brief what it is. All right. So, so here's a, a series of happening, uh, a series of things happened. So the United States sent a fleet and it wasn't just the United States. It was other countries that joined the United States. And so they went down into Antarctica and said, Hey guys, we're going to do an expedition down there. It's going to be a touchy feely. We're going to uh, aircraft carriers. We sent a huge fleet. There was 320 vessels that went down there. And one came back one and so they uh, uh so they asked the admiral what going on he says we had a tech we had a technology that we had never seen before and they wiped us out this is fact guys this is actually the documents are there confirming this. that admiral bird wasn't the guy's admiral name bird admiral bird got his butt kicked down right and he talked about these these uh these flying entities that had technology that they weren't they had never seen before. This started the alien, I, I, I don't know, it's, I, alien is such a bad word. This started other species and, and their, their technology. This also talks about old technology that existed. Right. The reason the Germans went down there was they were informed by one particular species, the reptilians that I mentioned before. Now, there seems to be this unspoken law that you cannot interfere with humans or other species in terms of their free will. So they can't manipulate you, but what they can do is they can get someone else to manipulate you. So what happened was they went to, to, uh, to Germany and these reptilians come up and said, hey, listen bud, we can't go down into Antarctica because there's some rules that if we do that, we'll be annihilated. So why don't you go down there? And then any technology that you have, you can use for the war, but we also get access to that technology. That's why the Germans had some of this. But at the time, they weren't, they didn't have the equipment and the sophistication to reverse engineering some of the stuff that they had, but they were close. Okay. So then, right after this, uh, after that butt kicking, Truman, who was a traitor, puts out this new thing called the Employee Loyalty Program. And basically, any government agent uh, in anything had to be vetted. And had to show that you were loyal to the government and its secrets. Okay. Roswell in July of that year. I think Roswell was intended. That's my opinion. But Roswell, as everybody knows, was the start of the UFO craziness. Right. I'll use, right? Truman, that same year, creates the NSC and the CIA. No coincidence here, guys. And the CIA did this. Then they had the Majestic 12, a secret committee of scientists and military leaders. All of this stuff, guys, happened within this year. Then what happened was December, Operation Windmill, second attempt to go down into Antarctica. That again, was a, was a failure. Failure. Right? So all of this stuff happened within the same year. 
1947. And so the reason this is important is, I don't know if you guys have been seeing this, but Antarctica is thawing at an extremely fast rate right now. And there's a craft that's been under the ice that is now starting to come out. And it's only a matter of time that nobody's going to be able to explain why you have this, this uh, alien spaceship that's been frozen in the ice for uh, however long it's been there. It's coming out and it's starting to, to come out now. So watch your pictures. These don't, as soon as they're up, they get taken down, but keep looking, people keep putting them back up. Right. Funny. All right. Now, so this was the Nazi bell. Now the Nazi bell was a top secret um, facility that the Nazis uh, had developed where they were working on anti-gravity. The reason I, I mention this is what's really, really interesting is if you go into the, the Book of One and Ra, their craft was shaped like a bell. That they, they say our craft was shaped like a bell. There's no coincidence here that this was the same type of attempt to do the same technology as to what previously existed um, however, a thousand years back before. This isn't a coincidence anymore. There's no such thing as coincidences anymore. Right. when you have so much of it. So um, what happened there though was, so the, we, we call them the Antarctic Germans. So the reptilians makes it, made a deal. And the, the reason that they made this deal was they sent Nazi Germany down there. But what's, what's also interesting and I haven't confirmed, I wanna take a step back was Germany was going to go off of the global marketing system back then. So the cabal, there's, there's a theory, and I don't, I, I don't know this, I'm just saying that they, they, they started the war because they weren't going into the, the financial system that the cabal had under control. There was there's that speculation. However, what's interesting was after these fleets went down there, they got their butts kicked, the Germans escaped to, um, to Antarctica. Now they're called the Antarctic Germans. Right. They have, they're in collusion with the reptilian species that had helped them all along. So now this isn't a war against the United States, against Antarctica and who survived Germany. This is the cabal against the, uh, um, the Germans down in Antarctica. Wow. This is completely different perspective, but there was a treaty that was made. Now this document is now starting to be released. So there was a treaty between the cabal and the Germans and basically said, Antarctica is a cyber nation. It must be kept secret. No information on Antarctica can be disclosed because the fact that there's an alien species that exists in Antarctica cannot be disclosed because they like to stay hidden, hidden underneath that. Now, part of this agreement in this, this treaty was the Germans have one senior executive in all top corporations, and they also provide base theories and advanced techniques to the cabal. So they're now they're sharing this technology. But what's also interesting in, the, in here is, and I'm gonna go into this, this piece here. I, I'm gonna go into my notes now because I wanna talk about a couple of things really quickly, okay? okay. So bear with me, bear with All me. Right. I'm with you. All right. The Germans post-war had 100,000 um, agents that flooded the United States and Europe and, and their goal was to get them into these top level executive positions. Does this sound familiar? Yes. This, this is exactly <laughs> what the cabals were doing. Right. So there's this silent war that's been going on, unbeknownst to us, all of these years between the, the these, this German and these, this alien species and the cabal. Trump stumbles in and goes, well, what the hell? We got to get rid of both of them. 
That's what's going on right now, guys. But the other part of this treaty is they also had to have, um, and this goes back out into this, this ties directly into the seeker space program too, guys. But what's interesting is the cabal were to give the, uh, the Germans because they lost so many soldiers and the reptilians can't seem to replicate for some reason. 25,000 soldiers that they, the, the cabal or the, 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 the Germans could use at any time. Now, what's interesting is that 25,000 was maintained for a series of a couple of decades. What's really interesting is this, this is where Mike, Michael Jaco comes into the picture. This is where that rice comes into that picture. Michael Jaco was part of this agreement. He was one of these soldiers. If you listen to some of his regression, therapy that Michael uh, Jaco is now providing to the public that he's doing this and he's struggling through some really tough things. I see why he's doing what he's doing. He was part of this program. Unbelievable. Guys, this is how we got to this. So now I want to talk about what the secret space program is because the secret space program is part of this agreement, right? Right. And so this is what's going on. Now, what's interesting is, so there's been a bunch of articles and I didn't, I didn't have time to, to, to produce them is all of these, the, they're saying all these satellites are going up into the, uh, up into our atmosphere. That's nothing to do with what's really going on. What's going on is there's a lot of alien tech that's all the way up there that they're calling space garbage, that it's a race and a frenzy between governments, the farm, and these big techs are going up getting this information and bringing it back here and reverse engineering it. Wow. Reverse engineering it. Now, why this is important and what's coming out in this for full disclosure is everything that we knew about the planets in our universe is completely fake. It's unbelievable. It is completely fake. And I know guys, you're going to say, oh my God, Mike's taking some of his own pharmaceutical drugs right now. <laughs> I mean, after this past year and a half, if people can't think beyond what they've been told or what they've been taught, then they're just not, they're not in, living in reality. Reality is every, we have to question everything now. Everything and, and, and everything that we think we knew right. is wrong. <laughs> is wrong. Is I've been, now I've known about, I've studied this and there's a couple other things that I've been investigating that I won't talk about yet, but we will. Okay. Um, where... I've known about some of this stuff, but I, I've also hinted that some of the stuff I didn't have the answers until just these last couple of weeks. And I, I, I honestly, I listen to some things randomly. I swear God puts me in a particular direction. These shows that I do with you, sometimes I'm thinking I'm doing one thing. Like I wrote something else I was going to do a couple of weeks ago. And then all of a sudden I hear one thing and I'm like, like I do one of those. Right. And I'm like, holy cow. And then all of a sudden this flood of information comes to me. And so this I've been working on for a long, long time. And now just recently, some of this stuff has been confirmed. Right. Isn't it amazing? It just starts to, the dots just start to connect. And it's like, you can never get, you can never look at it again the same way. You once, cannot, once it connects, guys, then it's like a whole new level of, of investigation. It is unbelievable. And, and by the way, some of the stuff, the science part of it, I knew this. I knew some of the stuff, but I didn't know the big picture. Right. That, that's a funny thing. So, guys, let's let's do a quick before I want to go into this. Finish up with this Antarctica because there's some other important parts of this thing. Is yeah, I'm gonna have to to cut it off soon. But if you wanna, um, if you have time, how much time do I have? 
If you have time to do a second one on uh, on Monday, we can do that. And we'll, we'll talk about it later. But I want to I want to finish this one up. <laughs> I I can I can go into this in more detail on Monday. Okay, um, I'll I'll take a little bit of time. We'll do a Monday morning show, guys. So what I want you to know notice, and, and this is an important slide because yeah, very. This technology in the secret space program isn't the United States with their program up until Trump, right? What okay. this was, was this secret space program was the CIA, was these, right. the cabal. There's a race for this technology and a race using these portals to go to other, other planets, take the, the, the technology and come back. Right. There's technology guys that exist that I, I had seen the MedBed on a video. I had seen President Trump with the MedBed. I'd also seen these handheld devices, guys. I know this technology exists. But it, I was only getting this piece of it. What's really out there is unbelievable. And it's in a good sense, guys. This isn't a bad thing. The reptilians, there are a very small percentage of the bad entities that exist. 98% of them are very loving and supportive. And they're coming back into this third dimension to help us get through this nightmare. They don't want to be here. They're here to help us. I mean, think about it. If you're somewhere where everything is peaceful, would you come back here to this nightmare? <laughs> I'm sorry, but so there, there's help, guys. And this is exciting. And I'm really excited to kind of go into this area only because I want to show everybody that there's hope, yeah. that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And there's, there's, there's species that are here to get us through this. Well, we also know, oddly enough... <laughs> That John Kerry uh, made lots of visits to Antarctica. Uh, so did Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, I'm assuming so did uh, Gates and the rest of them. So uh, some people do know what's going on in Antarctica. Let me show you this really quick. You sent me something on a completely different uh, one. And I know we're really pressed on time, but look at this. You sent me this to show that, um, um, what's that scientist's name, that the, the, the weird one that you hate? Uh, Fauci. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. You sent me this showing that Fauci's been involved in this for a very long time. But right. I want to point something out here uh, in terms of what was also happening here, Mel. Yep. Look at these companies and what they're going into. Now, Ag, I know, Seeds, I know exactly what they're doing. Amgen, healthcare, right. applied biosystems, instruments, catalog, catalysts, cell tech, um, healthcare, CW yeah. Ventures, yeah. biofunds, plant science, DNA plant technology. They're doing DNA manipulation of right. plants that they've acquired from other places. And who is it? This Lord is, Rothschild, of course. And this is all through them. That they're, Look at plant genetics. Are you freaking kidding me? It's not about vegetable crops. What they're doing is they're reverse engineering this and doing DNA manipulation of this. Right. And we're going to go into detail on this, but I wanted to show people that all of this is linked together in one big nasty care package. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Now you sent this to me on a completely different topic. This again is why I say this stuff comes to me and it, you sent this to me when I was investigating this stuff. Right. Out of the blue, you send me this stuff. You are awesome. <laughs> well, I just say it's just fascinating. I like once you uncover one thing then it starts to all connect and it's, it's truly amazing. Uh, again, with all this stuff here, we know about um, 
that uh, Gates Foundation, Fauci, all them, they're involved in a, in a genome project where they've been collecting DNA of all, of all of our, of everyone basically on the planet and cataloging it for what, you know, it's like, again, all this stuff is going on. And like you, like that diagram that you show with the picture with the university and all of that, that is what we're dealing with. And people have to right now do their own research because a it's fascinating and B there's so much we haven't been told that's out there. If you look right, if you look for it, this is here. And and one thing I, I, I want you to look into too, Mel, that keeps coming across my plate is yeah. uh, I've been getting, uh, some of my friends have been sending me information about that farmers are getting paid to destroy their crops. Right. I've heard too. Have you yeah. been hearing about that? Yeah, a lot. For So it's a food, uh, it, it's, it's a few, it's going to be a food, food shortage say that really fast, right. crisis. Right. So, okay. So that is true. So I've been seeing videos and uh, farmers. Yeah, that is on. true. Okay. Sadly. All right. So Let's do Monday. Let's keep going, yeah. guys. And I'll add some more exciting Oops. slides. Send I'm excited. Emails. I'm excited. This is all very good stuff. Yes, this is uh, exciting. But also what we're going to get to is even more exciting. I'm really, really excited about this. But guys, this this all ties right. into to the same thing. Right. All of it. So that's the yeah. exciting part is we know. Well, we've that. heard about the 6,000 uh, patents and uh, cures and all this stuff that has been hidden from us on purpose that is going to be uh, coming out. And uh, I'm sure it's all connected to what we're digging into here. So let's keep doing it. So I'll see you on Monday and uh, lots to think about. Lots to think about. Stay safe, enjoy your weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Thank you so much. Thanks again, really fascinating stuff. Thanks. Bye-bye.